But we have a couple fake plants, okay? I'm not dissing the fake plants. I don't keep those you either. You can have them. I don't yeah, want a fake plant. You have okay. to dust it. I would rather just have a okay, real plant that, that dies. <laughs> Pros and cons, man. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Nice to Have a Friend podcast. I'm Lauren, and I'm here with my co-host, Allison. And we are back for another episode in season two today. And we are so excited about this episode. Allison, tell the viewers slash listeners why we're excited about this episode. We are excited about this episode because it is actually our last interview of season two, which is kind of bananas. So yes, originally we did say that we had six guests lined up for the season, but this is, we're keeping it real over here at Nice to Have a Friend and life happens and our six guests had to back out. And because we're in a super busy season, Lauren and I thought we'd take that opportunity to do something else fun and interesting for our last episode to kind of wrap up this season, uh, which we'll share a little bit more information on the back end of this episode but just stay tuned at the end because we'll need your help with something that we're going to be doing next week but before we get to next week we have a fabulous guest today but I actually haven't seen Lauren in a while so I wanted to ask like we normally do how's your week been my week has been really good I've been pretty busy with work this week actually surprisingly I think I posted on my Instagram that most of my co-workers were out on fall break with their kids But uh, it's not like they really went anywhere, but they just took off because their kids are off, you know. And I was like, uh, I didn't really know what to expect. But then work ended up actually being pretty busy because fall when you work in higher education is like just a crazy time in general. But it was good. And then I feel like I've had some really good blog inspiration and everything this week on my like personal blog. So that's been nice. But how has your week been, Allison? I'm still trucking through a lot of work right now, which it's going to probably continue for a while, but that's okay. I'm just trying to have a good attitude about it. Um, This episode today actually kind of helped to get me out of a funk, which is very, very nice because I've just kind of been slaving over my computer all day long. And so I just think about all the things I still need to do. And then I take a minute to step away and do something else before this podcast. Lauren will, much to her chagrin, I was watching The Bachelorette. Um, And if there's anything you need to do to take your mind off of things and mindless (laughs) television the bachelorette the bachelor franchise is the way to go um but we're getting there i have a pretty long week ahead of me well trying to mentally build up my positive stamina before it crashes and burns next weekend so well i feel like this episode recording was probably a really great respite for you as you said because you have been sitting at a computer all day but today's episode we finally sat down with someone who lives a little bit more offline than some of our other guests and actually works with nature and works kind of in agriculture a little bit so that was probably a nice change of pace for you to record today's episode like in this headspace that you're in right now Absolutely, because our guest today is definitely someone who's been the calm in a lot of my life storms, especially during college. She's a graduate of the University of Tennessee, and she works in communications, kind of like some of our guests, but with a very interesting twist because she actually works in agriculture and she works with farmers a lot of the time with Farm Bureau in Tennessee. Uh, Our guest today is Amy 
Beckham, which is weird for me to say because I've always known her as Amy Morgan, and then she got married, and so now I forget that her last name is different. But Amy shares with us about this unique niche of the communications world, but she also is two years ahead of us, so she gives a lot of wisdom about establishing yourself as an adult and kind of dealing with the next phase of life that I think Lauren is kind of in already, especially being married and working towards knowing that you might have a potential job position um, than me, per se, but Amy always gives me a lot of wisdom, and we thought she'd be a great guest for all of you out there today. So without further ado, we'd like to introduce you to our official last guest of the season, Mrs. <laughs> Miss, why did I say it like that? I was going to say Miss, and I was like, that's technically not correct, but Mrs. Amy Beckham. All right, everybody, today we have one of my best pals in the world, and I'm very excited because I've already gotten to see her, her husband, and her dog in the last five minutes. It is Amy Beckham, which I had to think about that because I still call you Amy Morgan in my head, but you are Amy Beckham. How are you, Amy? I'm good. How are you? I feel like I just said, how are you? Because that's what I'm used to. But no, I know. It's great to see y'all. Great to be here. Um, And if it makes you feel any better, Allison, today when I was doing our radio program for work, I literally said, welcome to blah, blah, blah. I'm Amy Morgan. So it still happens to me two years later. Well, that's wonderful. What are you doing? Did you say a radio program? Yes. So I guess we'll eventually get into more of what I do like for a living. Um, But we do a daily radio program every day. And so I have to introduce myself. And yep, said Amy Morgan this afternoon. So, Oh, so you're perfectly qualified to be on a podcast. I'm really prepared to be on this (laughs) podcast right now. (laughs) Well, speaking of getting into more about you, can you give the listeners a little overview on Amy Morgan, which is basically just like where you're from, what you like to do for fun, all that jazz? Mm. Yes. I feel like this is like the worst question of them all because it's like, let's figure out a way to make this these 25 <laughs> years of my life down into like 30 I know. seconds. Well, that's why we start hard and then you get, okay. it gets okay. easier and then you feel more comfortable as we go along. It's a perfect I system gotcha. that we didn't okay. plan on purpose. <laughs> um, So I am originally from Cookville, Tennessee. So um, along with Lauren and Allison, I am a Tennessee gal. Um, and, uh, what else? Um, so I went to UT Knoxville and I guess a good thing to mention would be when I was in high school, I was involved a lot in this thing called FFA. Um, some people refer to it as the future farmers of America. It's not technically that anymore, but anywho, I was really involved in that and it's basically an agriculture organization. Um, and so that kind of carried me on into college. And when I got to UT, I majored in animal science, but I had no idea what I wanted to do, y'all. Like, not a clue. <laughs> and so I like, f- I'd kind of always wanted to be a vet, but like deep down, I know I didn't want to, but I still man- majored <laughs> in it anyways. Um, and so freshman year, I met my now husband. Jackson um (laughs) and um we both lived on what is called like a living and learning community um so we both lived um on the same floor which was kind of weird and I don't think my dad really liked it the first day when he walked up and saw like a bunch of male names (laughs) across the hall from us (laughs) um but that's where Jackson and I met um so was very involved with the ag campus Warren I know you didn't spend much time over there, but it's a good place to be. Um, And so 
I feel like this is a long summary and I'm like rambling now, but um, I did a lot of internships and I interned at the place that I work for now, which is Tennessee Farm Bureau. And I guess it was the summer after my sophomore year in their communications department and um, immediately fell in love with it and knew that that was exactly what I wanted to do. So when I went back to school that following semester, I couldn't major in communications because I wouldn't graduate on time. Um, So I ended up just majoring in agriculture business. um, And then I had a minor in communications and did like some independent studies and that sort of stuff with some professors. Um, And so literally as soon as I graduated college, I um, went to work for Farm Bureau and that's where I am now. Um, I guess like a lot happened in 2018. I literally got engaged Started, graduated college, started a job, and then got married. Um, and yeah, so now we have a dog and a house, um, and we've been married two years. So lots of things. But what I do for fun, um, <laughs> <laughs> anything outdoors. Um, I like hanging out with friends. Fun fact I'm an Enneagram two. Oh, I didn't know so, that. So, yes. So I love to be with people big time. I like my people and I like hanging out with friends. Well, speaking of hanging out with friends, how do you and Allison know each other and how are you all friends? I would love to know like the full story because I feel like I only know half the story. Do you want to tell them or do you want me to tell them? I can. Well, I would be curious to hear your just kind of like add-ins to this, but I will say (laughs) um, not to be too sappy, but there's not been a lot of times in my life where I look at someone and I think God put them in my life for a reason, but Amy is that person. Um, The very first day I came to Tennessee, so we talked about this with Katie Matthews in our first episode of the season, but I met three people my very first day at Tennessee that are still in my life and I'm still very close to. Um, Katie and then our friend Morgan that we talked about in that episode, and then Amy was the other one. So I came into the Ignite program, which we talked about, which is just kind of like camp for freshmen so that you have some pals to get used to the first week of school with. Um, And Amy was one of my two team leaders in that group. And I bonded with her because your cousins went to my high school. And so we've kind of gone over this a bunch about my high school is like super small. So like knowing someone from it is kind of crazy. Um, And then Amy wasn't supposed to have like her Greek letters and her Instagram. But of course, when I figured out that our cousins or like her cousins went to school with me, I looked her up and she had her letters and her Instagram and I told her so that she could take them off and not get in trouble. And then after I that, I'm, that. <laughs> yeah, I've forgotten don't you? about that. <laughs> and like all the boys in our group were trying to figure out what you were in. And I was like, I know, but I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that week, mm-hmm. um, Amy just kind of told all the girls in our group because she knew that a lot of us were concerned about like finding community and getting plugged in at a church or at least just trying to have something faith related in our freshman year um and she actually invited us all to go to the walk together so we all went to severe heights together and then amy hosted a bible study at her apartment and so i would just go every week and then somehow i roped her into being friends with me um (laughs) jackson as well over the course of that year um and then here we are now and i visited your house twice i'd come more if if i could and i I lived closer uh but yeah she's been a very good mentor and friend to me and a lot of ups and downs so i love amy Aww. very very much shucks that's so sweet allison i feel like you hit it pretty spot on and you didn't have to do any roping i wanted to be your friend <laughs> she's an i know i too. felt so cool i know <laughs> and i'm I a one y'all. so she helps me to like mellow i guess wait so are ignite leaders not supposed to have 
maybe I missed this, but were you a Gamma Chi yeah. at the same time? No, I was so, a Gamma Chi at one point. That's something I didn't mention. Okay, um, in my little intro, I wasn't but acknowledgers aren't supposed to have their letters because it's like the week before it's at the recruitment. same time, basically. Yeah. Okay, okay. So technically, you weren't supposed to, but I apparently. I don't think I even knew. Like, it didn't even dawn on me that they were in my Instagram bio or anything. So I think which, I, like, purposefully made it private, but then... It's still in the yeah, bio. I forgot yeah. to take that out. So you're which sorority were you in, Amy? Oh, sorry, Allison. No, you're good. Uh, I was going to say she's the most unrebellious, rebellious leader there because she wasn't really supposed to, like, do, start a Bible study either, but she did that. And then her boss oh, found really? out and thought it was, like, great, so she didn't really oh, care. Yeah. We're just throwing Amy under the bus on accident, Allison. That's okay. I think the statute of limitations is out on that one. (laughs) Airing all of her dirty laundry out here. (laughs) It's okay. Um, I've forgotten about all that stuff. Because, like, I feel like I was driving home today and I was thinking about where we had met. And, like, I am very aware that we met at Ignite. But I feel like we've had so many other life experiences since since then that, like, when I think of you, I don't think of, like, Ignite per se so I don't remember those (laughs) situations where I guess I broke the rules (laughs) but um Lauren I was in Zeta Ta Alpha okay okay gotcha I didn't love it like I I'm glad I joined it because I think if I didn't I would have had a lot of what ifs I I definitely would have had a lot of what ifs but I think my problem was I had a lot of friends before I joined the sorority and so when I joined and like didn't click with a lot of people at first I, ra- I would rather have spent time with my my peeps than them. So I know you mentioned FFA earlier. So you said it's not Future Farmers of America anymore, but that's yeah. probably how most people know it. What exactly from that made you want to do something in agriculture? Because I, you know, like I didn't have FFA at my school. Lauren, did you have yeah. it yours? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our chapter was pretty active. Yeah, but I was in 4-H. I wasn't in FFA. Oh, but our, Same thing, though. Yeah, it's like very, it's very similar. similar. Yeah. Um. So I guess like the backstory on that is I grew up going to my aunt and uncle's farm like every weekend. This is like a fun fact about Amy, but my mom is from England originally. And so my grandparents, like all of her family was over in England. And so we didn't see them very often. And my dad's parents died when he was um, younger. And so, like, my aunt and uncle who had the farm were, like, my grandparents. And they took care of me like my grandparents. And so I spent a lot of time with them. Um, And so because of that, I think I wanted to be a vet. And so when you got to high school, school, I don't know if y'all had to do this or not, but we had to pick, like, a track that we were interested in or kind of wanted to, like, be involved with or maybe go into a career with and so veterinary science was my path and within that you had to take an agriculture class and so like FFA is essentially a part of agricultural education and so I was always that type of person that wanted to be involved in different organizations and clubs and that sort of stuff and so when I got to my ag class and she was like yeah there's this leadership organization where you can do speeches and contests and blah 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 I was like, yeah, sign me up. Um, So I joined the organization and it ended up um, running for a lot of leadership positions and um, doing a lot of contests and and being really, really involved. Um, And that most definitely got me involved, interested in a career in agriculture and introduced me to the company that I work for now. Um, So 
it definitely showed me that there were more jobs in agriculture than like being a vet or straight up being a farmer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that definitely sparked my interest, I would say. And, and it, cause I didn't grow up on a farm. I mean, I did go to my aunt and uncles, but I don't have, you know, a lot of, a lot of farm experience at all. Which I guess that's another way that we connected because I guess kind of early on, I explained to you that I, my grandparents have a sod farm. And so not a lot of people, I didn't talk about it a lot in high school and it's not because of any reason other than I just assumed people knew that about me. Um, but when I met you and Jackson, I started talking about it a lot because I didn't know that other people understood what it was like to kind of have that in your family because it is mm-hmm. it's an interesting it's a different lifestyle it's a different way of living and doing things mm-hmm. at a different pace so it was fun to talk to you guys about that um which speaking of you working with farm bureau what is your official title so i'm the assistant director of communications okay so for you title. what does that look like in a day like what kind of things would you do on like what have you done this yeah. week yeah so I do feel like I need to mention that I don't work for the insurance company. Mm-hmm. Like when you mentioned, I I was listening to a previous episode and you mentioned Farmer Charlie and I was like, I feel like I need to clarify when they invite me on that I don't actually work for like the Farmer Charlie part, and the yeah. insurance part. When people think of Farm Bureau, they think of Farm Bureau insurance. Yes. And that's not who I work for. It. Basically, Tennessee Farm Bureau was originated as a lobbying organization for farmers. And once we were, I think, established for like 20 years or so, we created an insurance company because farmers couldn't get insurance. But now the insurance company has grown and grown and grown. And now we have close to 700,000 members. So side note about what wow who I, who I did I not know that is. this has already been yep. so educational and yes. we're only 15 <laughs> minutes in <laughs> it's it's a little confusing like people are like so you know about insurance I remember when we were buying no. our house she was like yeah you know because you work for an insurance company and I literally had to tell her like five times I know nothing about insurance but it's okay <laughs> so basically my role um is to communicate on behalf of farmers so we are we like to say, and I, I truly believe that we're the premier agricultural organization in Tennessee. And so we go to Nashville, the capital, and lobby on behalf of farmers. But my role is to utilize different communication platforms um, to share their story. So I was hired on specifically for social media, but we're kind of a small team. And so you kind of have to be a jack of all trades. Um, so I knew that I would be doing lots of different things, but since I've gotten hired on, um, I've done everything. So I'll do radio. We have a daily radio program that I have to do, or that me or my coworker has to do every day. Um, obviously I'm still working on social media, but also managing a website and doing video editing, um, at least once or twice a week. And then, um, we have a newspaper and a magazine. So I write for both of those publications as well. Um, So literally like every facet of communications, I kind of have an arm in, which is unique and makes every day different, um, but also kind of has its challenges at times. (laughs) Well, I think it's, so you had an agriculture communications degree, right? That's what the official title was. So I actually had an agriculture business degree. Oh, you were in business. Okay. mm -hmm, But I I did a lot of, like, I knew I wanted to work in communications. And so I did a lot of independent studies 
um, mm-hmm. in our in our agriculture communications department. Which is interesting. Lauren, did you know that on the ag campus that they have like a specialized ag communications and like ag business and stuff? Yes, my roommate, um, or she was my sweet mate freshman year in Reese. Um, she was. Actually, oh my gosh, Amy knows her. Uh, yeah, Allie. Um, Allie. Allie Lake. Clark. But yeah. What? Yeah, yeah they were roommates. Allie Clark. She what? was my sweet mate. Yes, Allie Clark was my sweet mate. Um, she's now Aww. Allie Lay. Um, yeah. Freshman year. And so she was a state FFA officer. So she was like doing that freshman yep, year yep. because you do it like when you graduate yep. high school, I guess. So, so she was going like all the time. We would be like, where's Allie? Yep. She would be like in yep. like random places for a whole week because she yeah. was that. Literally. So I was also a state officer the year before. Oh, okay. No, two years before her. That's yeah. awesome. Wow. Yeah. So. What are the odds? I didn't even. Yep. I think Allison maybe had mentioned that, but like I just forgot because I feel like when you go to the same college with people, so many people yeah. are interconnected like that. But yep. yes, I forgot what you even asked me about, but she was an ag communications major at yes. first. And then I think she changed yep. to teaching or something. Yep. So She's that's my name. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Well, I, that's I cool. guess that is kind of funny just because I know, like you said, just the way that your paths cross because I know that like Vic gave me rides back from your apartment, Amy, yeah. with Allie and Allie went to your room, Lauren. That's just weird. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I, the reason that I asked about the like ag communications, ag business is because if you don't go to Tennessee, we have an ag campus that it's like on the yes. same campus, but it's kind of separate. It's almost like its own mini it's college. It's the best thing ever. And it's very peaceful and calm. I love running through the gardens, which is my own side plug. But um, I feel like that's because it is kind of its own niche form of storytelling. And I think you posted about that on your, I, on your, uh, one of your accounts later that we'll talk about in a little bit, but you oh. talked about how it's kind of this cool, special storytelling. What do you feel like is kind of the special thing about sharing the lives of farmers because coming from a f- farming family like I get it yeah but I feel like it might not be something other people think about like I feel like a lot of days I'm in the office doing tedious work on the website or trying to brainstorm what to post during a global pandemic um and you know video editing can most definitely be tedious um but when we go out on the farms and hear from the farmers and see what they do um and especially right now you know it's tough work and they're not getting the price of what their products really deserve and so you know it's a struggle day after day for them and they continue to do it because they know that what they're doing is feeding and clothing all of us um and so I think because of that they're truly like some of the most humble and kind and um I feel like since they I don't know if this is right but since they work with the land like they have such faith and like I feel like image of God and and how all of that's interconnected and so when you go to the farms and you hear from them and are able to turn a simple interview into a powerful video on social media, um, it's just pretty special. And like, you know, they don't have time to go to the Capitol. They don't have time to produce these videos. And so they're trusting me with that responsibility of sharing their story. Um, and that's something that I definitely don't take lightly. And, and it's what, 
during the tough days makes it so worth it to to do the the hard things I just feel like that is such a good representation of Amy because I feel like Aww. every time I'm around you I just feel like I I'm wiser um and I'm not Aww. just saying that to like blow smoke up your butt like I do feel like <laughs> you're one of my the wisest people that saying I know <laughs> well I'm surprised that you haven't um but <laughs> I just feel like you're one of the wisest people I know um and sometimes I forget that you're just like two years older than me because literally I feel like you have lived like a whole lifetime ahead of me mm, but I, I guess that. that kind of segues into what we wanted to ask you about next so we've asked a lot of our guests this season about college because a lot of us just literally just graduated but you've been graduated yeah. for almost two and a half years now I know that that's probably crazy it's to think crazy, about yeah. but like you said earlier like 2018 was a big year for you so just to give you guys a timeline mm. on Amy's life she graduated <laughs> in 2018 then got married in September of that year, bought a house that summer, like, right? No, you would bought a house the next year, right? Yes, but it was in our first year of marriage. But, like, all of that. Um, so we kind of mm-hmm. wanted to ask you, what did you think adult life was going to look like when you were <laughs> us and you were planning a wedding and you were worrying about Aww. getting a mortgage and all these things and kind of, like, how that expectation shifted as you actually experienced being a quote-unquote adult like on your own full-time job husband dog I feel like what comes to mind though when you um ask that is so like you know up until you graduate college and then even a little after college um we're always like doing the next thing so like you know you're always going to the next grade in school or the next team or whatever and then you're going to college and then like the next goal not that this needs like has to be a goal for anyone is to like get married and then to get a job and well really get a job and then get married but (laughs) that's just my personal you know everybody's gonna do what they want to do um but we did all of that in a matter of like four months and so I think it was like December or so um of that year I feel like I just kind of got in a little rut um of like I literally accomplished all not accomplished but like I did all of these things so quickly and like what is my next thing like I'm at a job where a lot of people work for 30 years plus and that's where they retire and so it was like this kind of internal crisis of like what the heck is my next thing like is this what adult life is adult life is like because if so that is not what I signed up for at all um and I think I had to work through that a little bit and kind of adjust those expectations and create little next things like I think I was so used to these big goals and like these big life changes happening every year like going to college and then moving and finding a job and all that that once I was kind of settled it was like oh crap what am I gonna do um and so creating the little nicks I I'd had to work on that because sometimes I just feel like I'm not doing enough or what am I doing or you know but you've done a lot of what people don't accomplish until they're like 45 in a matter of like months so yes and it it was all all great and you know I wouldn't have changed anything but it was kind of like you know you spend the first 24 years of your life knowing kind of what's next for you and I had not a clue but then we bought a house and got a dog (laughs) and here we are so 
<laughs> what ups, man? Would you like to share a little bit about your uh, life partner? <laughs> My life partner. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that, but. I... <laughs> My life partner. No, that's true, Allison, because he is a big part it's of 50, life 50, these days. You know? I mean, truly. Um, yeah, so Jackson is his name, my life partner, <laughs> and um, like I said earlier, we met freshman year of college, and I was a little hard to get, so um, he had to fight, like, a decent amount for me to, um, for me to, to chase after him, um, and he finally did, <laughs> and um we dated for a little while, but in college it was kind of off and on. And then literally, I think it was when you were there. Oh my gosh. Are we going to tell the story Allison of that one time? Allison has told me this story. I'm pretty sure. When he walked into our apartment for the first time, we were having Bible oh study. Gosh. That was cringeworthy for me. Yeah. We were having... <laughs> <laughs> this makes it sound like such a crazy story. It's really People not. People are probably it's on the edge of their seat. I know, but, but it sounds like I we're ending up for something. I don't think I told them, like, at all about him whatsoever, right? No, he was just, and like, sitting in your apartment fixing something. Yes. He was there when y'all got there, and I didn't, like, make any weird comments or anything about it. Like, we were all acting normal. And then we were like about to start the Bible study. And so he left and literally as keep in mind, there's like what, t- maybe 12, 10, 10 girls probably in our Bible study. Yeah. And probably. so as soon as the door closed, they all started screaming like <laughs> super, super loud. And then all of a sudden you hear this knock on the door and it's him. And he like found a $5 bill or something outside and was like, did anyone drop this? And we were all like. <laughs> frozen in our spot it was awful they and literally screamed like five-year-old girls because he was like oh my gosh because Amy. he was there and they'd never met him and they didn't know who this mysterious man was in my apartment and so yeah the whole bible study <laughs> that was ruined for and so after that you were like oh maybe he is something yes okay yeah yeah so we we went through a little um some ups and downs but then it was like right after um yeah I met Allison that we were both kind of like if we're gonna do this we're gonna do it and so it was yeah it was, it was a commitment and then and then are you gonna tell the engagement story Allison because Allison knew that he was gonna propose it was I in did. Scotland right it was yes. in okay. Scotland on S- because uh, we Sir Arthur's seat yes yeah so we um went over to visit my grandmother and family and he was like I'm gonna do it there and he did it. And Allison dropped us off at the airport. That's right. Well, the funny thing like, is, Jackson, literally, he had the picture of the ring on his phone, was showing everyone, like, the Sunday before you guys went I to the airport. We were at Sweet Peas, and he was literally showing everyone there the ring, except you. You were just talking over in the corner, oblivious. And they were like, Jackson, you've got to stop doing that. She's going to notice. <laughs> you never notice. So what does Jackson do now? I wanted to mention this earlier when you mentioned the sod farm, Allison, mm. but... So Jackson majored in turf grass management to work at a golf course and kind of help manage the greens, which is like way more complicated than I make it sound. Oh, yeah. It's a a whole science. Um, But I think that's also kind of what like was cool about Jackson and Allison's relationship is that her grandfather obviously 
owned a sod farm and Jackson was all about the grass. Um, so yes, he works at a golf course now in at near Nashville. Um, and it's what they call the assistant superintendent. So awesome. he is also an Enneagram one. So him and Allison jive on that. I don't know if he would remember this, but one of the first times that I met Jackson, I don't think it was the night that we were like all screaming because we thought he was so adorable praying over his dinner and then walking <laughs> out and bringing mm. back a $5 bill. But That's I what it was. was talking to him. He was talking about grass for some reason. And I was like, wait, you have, are your turf grass management major? And he's like, yeah. And I said, my grandfather has a sod farm. And we were talking about how he worked at a golf course and my grandfather wasn't going to ship the grass there because it was too far to drive the grass in the summer because if you keep it out in the sun too long it dries out and it won't hold in the ground when you water it and he just went good man and that was like the first conversation we ever had good man that's so funny yep that sounds like jackson it does sound like jackson and then you have a dog which is like the it's like a a wolf we got her off of a limb literally y'all we celebrated a year of marriage on september 1st of last year and because we had had all that change, we were like, all right, this year it's going to be super calm. We're not going to do any crazy life changes. Like, we're just going to chill and, you know, be married and be content where we are. Literally the next day, we got a dog. And we were like, this is starting off terrible. But she's pretty great. So, it's all good. And her name <laughs> is Mabel in honor of yes. UTK. Shout out. Yes. An iconic place, Mabel's. Yes. Mabel's is on the ag campus and not we spent a yeah we spent a lot of time there <laughs> in college <laughs> it's like this home cooking restaurant on ag campus that is the bomb.com um and we struggled y'all I don't know how we're gonna name a child it literally took us days to figure out this dog's name and the vet made us choose the name <laughs> wait Allison came up helped us come up with the name right I did I take pride in that didn't fact. you suggest it Yes, I did. Yes, that's right. And I was kind of kidding, and then you actually did it. Allison, you were an integral part of Amy's life, like post-college. You have been there in every story that she's had. Lauren, no joke. At Amy's graduation, I went to a dinner. She and Jackson were already (laughs) engaged at this point. I went to a dinner that was just Amy and Jackson, their parents and their siblings, and then me. (laughs) And after your graduation, the day day of your graduation, I ate at your graduation lunch in the same scenario. Jackson's (laughs) grandmother and I are really good pals. Oh, Granny's the best. (laughs) This is correct. Will you... They've, they're in a, they're already known in my house because Jackson, so being a turf grass management major, he has had to study a lot of like, I don't know if you would say botany. I don't know if that's the right word, but he just yeah, has had we'll to do a that. lot with plants and knowing like their scientific names and the anatomy of plants. And so my dad is a very big landscaping guy, loves keeping up our yard, loves going outside to work in the yard as a stress relief. And they visited me and my dad was pointing out things and like asking Jackson if he knew what they were. <laughs> And my dad actually did have a picture of a bush one time. And he's like, will you ask Jackson what this is? I don't know if I ever did. I think I forgot. <laughs> you should have. Send I don't any remember. message anytime. <laughs> I, I'll have to do that. But you guys both obviously share a love of agriculture in a way of this mm-hmm. kind of like nature outdoors. And I, I think it's interesting because you guys have connected it into a cool new social media mm. hangout on Which Instagram. Which we're all about. Would you like... Yes, Lauren and I both Ah. love it. Would you like to plug your Instagram, but also talk the genesis of why it started? So, Lauren, shock, shock. Allison was involved in this, too. (laughs) I actually was, yes. (laughs) Allison, you're going to have to start charging for your advice services. Like, literally. (laughs) 
Yep, it's this new social media page, and I feel like I'm not very confident about it, right? Like, yet, if that makes to sense. To talk like, about it. Yeah, I'm a little, sti- like, I'm still, like, a little, what am I doing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it kind of all started, Allison was here, and we were talking about the podcast, actually. And I think I mentioned, like, that it would be cool um, if Jackson did, He re- he really wants to do these it's called landscape design. So it's basically like you design these, um, graphs, like they're almost like graph looking. It's like, it it does kind of look like that, but it's like you make this design for how you want your landscape to look around your house. And like for our house, he did all of the measurements and all of that jazz and like figured out where he wanted everything to go. But it kind of just helps homeowners because he doesn't necessarily want to do the installation because that's a lot of work but helps homeowners figure out what will look good where and kind of gives them a plan because I just had no idea where to put the plants like I didn't know there was any art to it or any of that jazz so he kind of briefly mentioned that he wanted to do that on the side and I was like well the only way to do that these days is to spread it somehow on social media so I think I've like briefly mentioned that to Allison or something And I think I was like, and I really like love all this landscape and it's so cool how all of it's like growing. I feel like we did it all during COVID. And so I feel like all of us are appreciating the simple things these days. And so when the hydrangeas would like leaf and then bloom, I'd be like, oh my gosh, that's the coolest thing ever. So I kind of geeked out about it. Um, And um, I also, I had a blog at one point, but then life gets in the way and you don't have time like I didn't have time to write all the jazz but I still like I love helping people obviously um and like I do kind of how it started is I feel like Jackson has knowledge that a lot of people want about plants and how to take care of them and how to do landscape um and I feel like a lot of people our age also like want to know how to take care of a house and know want to know how to decorate it in a decently affordable way um, and so we were just like, we should start this page and we can share all these plant ideas and all this jazz. And, um, I don't know if we're actually doing that or not efficiently, but we're just going for it. Um, and he, what's funny, I feel like this is an important note to make. Jackson has zero social media. So the only social media app that he has on his phone is Facebook. And the only reason he does is because he's logged into my account so that he can look at Facebook Marketplace. (laughs) But other than that, literally the man has no social media. So it's ironic that I do that for a living. Um, And so he's like, not that he's not on board with the page, but like he doesn't like social media, if that makes sense. And so... Um, he wants to help people obviously and will answer any question, but he's like, what are you doing over there? (laughs) So (laughs) we're making it. I love that so much because you guys like cover each other's strengths and weaknesses, honestly. Like even though your strength is, um, you know, so much about plants too, but (laughs) he has the knowledge on the landscape design, but then you have the knowledge on social media. So he can kind of like stay off social and then, you know, you can make up all those plans. I love that. Well, and it was like through this process um, of making, you know, putting all this landscape in and that sort of stuff, I'll like say some things and he's like, well, no, that's not going to happen because this is this. And I'm like, I had no idea. And so I'm like, how many people like me have no idea about how to keep a plant alive? 
um, and could use some help. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I don't like necessarily, this sounds bad because I feel like y'all are very goal driven, but like I don't have any long-term goals with the page per se. I just feel like I'm, you know, right now I'm just trying to help people and share some fun things along the way while we're doing stuff around the house. I personally love the page and like I have no reason to I'm not like entirely biased I love you as a person like from the outside (laughs) but I'm not as biased as Allison might be because I don't know you that well and just personally me following it in the stage of life that I am in right now I love it like when you shared you trimming your plants I was like oh my gosh this is riveting content she sent that to me and was like this is so cool I really love it. And if you could see those poor rosemary plant that I have in my dining room Aww. right now, you would like come over here and try to help me resuscitate okay. it back to life. Don't you have it's one of those okay. little path- pathos pathos plants? Yes. That she's um, also, my best friend gave me a cutting of a pothos, like you said, to yeah. do the other day. She brought me one because after I, she had had it and she had meant to bring me one for a long time. And then you shared it. And I was like, you've got to bring me one right now. I need <laughs> one really bad. <laughs> so I love it. Awesome. And I think it's go. great. And Thanks. I think when you first start out something like that, it's kind of too like scary and new and you're yeah. a little bit too like I don't know if I can really go all the way with this so I think it's fine that you're just doing it for fun right now and just kind of like seeing where it takes you before you make like a bunch of big audacious goals Mm -hmm. well and I'm like you know like I'm okay with where it is right now but then I'm like well when we have kids and I'm doing a full-time job and I'm at home like it might not be possible so yeah just we'll make just good see how things go, you know. There as a little dictionary for like yeah. a while. That's that's basically what I'm thinking. So it's we'll I understand. I have a public Instagram page now that I started for my blog last October, and I did it more so that I could maybe try and get more people to read my blog. But now I'm like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I use it more as a way to share what I want to share and not care. Yes. And so I'm like, I try to remind myself because sometimes I'll be like, I do I need to grow? And I'm like, no, I don't. No. I'm just like yeah. sharing what I want to share. It's not yeah. a big deal. <laughs> so okay, I that's a good point. So also I started the page because I felt like on my personal page, I was geeking out a little too much about plants and like home stuff and all that jazz. So I was like, if these people follow me on this platform, then they are agreeing that they're okay with the geeking out. Yeah, that's how I was because I was like, (laughs) you're going to see me share 12 Morgan Harper Nichols quotes today. (laughs) And you agreed to me posting about BTS on my story if you follow me. So you're just going to have to deal with it. So So how did you come up with the name Growing Pains, Amy? Did Allison um, come up with it? I think she helped with that. I don't, I don't remember. remember. I think you already kind of had that. Okay. I, I think, love that. I think, so Jackson's very punny, similar to Allison. <laughs> and I think he like briefly mentioned it. And I was like, wait. Yes. That's a good that's one. great. But okay, y'all, figuring out an Instagram handle. It's hard. It's difficult. Oh my gosh. Because all they're, they're all taken. It took me like, that was the longest part of the whole thing. I will argue harder than a handle was a podcast title. It was I'm hard. telling you, everything is taken. You have Literally. no idea. We I wanted bet. to do something like with coffee. And so we would just type in like every coffee related word you could possibly think of. And there's seven of each. And it was each. like <laughs> seven or ten of like each variation Every single oh way you could put the sentence together about coffee. And we were like, never mind. No thanks. <laughs> I'm happy with where we settled because it's very different. And also, I like it, yeah, it encompasses friendship <laughs> because it's random and friendship is random. But it always it gives you a smile, just like you have, Amy, being here Aww. today. No, but I will <laughs> say, <laughs> boom, sh- 
Um, if Jackson listens to this, he's going to be like, mm-hmm, <laughs> on that yeah. one. Um, but I will say, I feel like the growing pains kind of thing. So, like, what you shared, I mean, it's not just, like, roses are the flower of love. Like, it's not talking about right. plants like that. It's cool no, no, because no. it combines your love of kind of like nature and outside and taking care of your home with like hosting and community because I do feel like you said you're an Enneagram too and I feel like you have always been a people person so I feel like it bridges like how you can use like you can keep your home but the home is also like part of the people you keep in your life so I feel like it's a cool bridge of those two things yeah I mean I think why I want to make our home look nice and to have inviting plants on the outside is so that people will come and visit and feel at home when they're in my home um because I love having people over and so that is obviously the ultimate goal um but it's cool to share some little tips along the way well I'm not a huge plant lady like I don't keep a lot I don't keep plants and stuff I feel like that has surged very recently that a lot of yes, people yes it was Joanna Gaines I swear it but was. yeah I did buy a mum at Food City the other day that's sitting outside of my Hey-o. door and I just feel like maybe now I can relate more to your content that has to do with keeping <laughs> things alive because I haven't normally okay. done that. But we have a couple fake plants, okay? I'm not dissing the fake plants. I don't keep those you either. You can have them. I don't well, want a fake plant. You have to okay. dust it. I would rather just have a okay, real plant that, that dies. <laughs> <laughs> Pros and cons, man. Oh Pros and cons. I know. <laughs> so this is going to probably feel like a big swerve, but... Obviously, you're a little bit farther ahead than Lauren and I are because, you know, you've been in a full-time job for two years now. We're just Mm -hmm. trying to make it through a pandemic and see if the economy can provide jobs for us. Um, But would you, like, say Amy's in this boat right now again. Do you have something like a piece of wisdom or a piece of advice that you could pass on about this season while we're trying to figure out what comes next? I feel like I firmly believe that with anyone looking for a job or, like, anyone wondering when the right time is to get married or make a big change in life like I just feel like at least for me it I stressed about it so so much and then it all just perfectly fell together like I worried about it so often and then it like all fell together way 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 better than I could have ever imagined and so I feel like I would just encourage y'all and everyone else like not to worry about it because God has totally got it and it will be so much better. I think even with the pandemic, I know I didn't have to deal with that. And that is like completely unforeseen circumstances that I really wouldn't wish upon anyone. Um, but I, I think that there is a reason why all of this has happened. And I think that no matter what, it's going to be better on the other side than what you expect. And so um, not to stress is so important and not to get just in your head about it all because I was and I was, you know, thinking worst case, Jackson and I were going to be homeless in Nashville without any place to go. And that did not happen at all. So, um, yeah, God's got it for sure. You're so right because we never, we've said it multiple, multiple times, but we never would have started our podcast if it hadn't been for the pandemic. And it's already been such a blessing in my life. I mean, I think it has been in Allison's too, but yeah, I feel like that's happened for so many people we know. So yeah, yeah, there's definitely a silver lining. There is as much as it sucks and seems like it's not going away. Do you do any kind of communication with the like Farm Bureau sponsored trip to Harding University in Searcy? 
or is that the insurance side so that is us did you go yes i went i loved it so much and actually like my best 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 friend who will be like my number one friend for life i met on that trip Oh, like she, that's cool. If I, I didn't have bridesmaids, but she would have been like my maid of honor. Yeah. And we met on the trip. We have two questions we've been asking everyone this season. So even though we kind of talked a little bit more about what you're doing now, do you remember what you wanted to be when you were younger? And does it line up with your work at Farm Bureau right now? I, like I said, I do think I really wanted to be a vet. But y'all, I really don't think I knew what I wanted to be. Like, I feel like a lot of people dream about what they want to be when they grow up. And I don't remember that at all. Like, I think I'm more so, and this feels like so sappy and like, really, Amy, but I feel like I'm more so like, just pictured myself more as a wife and a mom than like in a specific career role. And maybe that was me just like not knowing what she wanted to do with her life. And so she pushed that off and (laughs) just focused on the other parts of life, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does not line up with what I'm doing now, but I wouldn't trade anything for the world of what I'm doing now um and what's kind of cool is that what I am doing now is very much so related to my aunt and uncle's farm that I grew up going to every weekend that made me want to be a vet so it's like no I'm not doing exactly what I thought I would be doing but I have been able to like be connected to where I kind of first kind of sparked my interest in agriculture and and that sort of stuff which is kind of cool and like when I go home and visit my family they know exactly what I'm talking about when I kind of talk about my work and that sort of stuff which is valuable because I feel like there's some family that I'm like trying to explain what I do and they're like okay yeah cool and I'm like you have absolutely no idea what I'm yeah so that's me trying to explain to my farming family what I do working in tea yeah (laughs) so I understand they try though and it's it's sweet when they try yeah but I feel like just like you said it's cool to hear that you didn't know because I mean Lauren and I said ours Lauren wanted to be famous so that's not necessarily like a specific job (laughs) and I said like five different things but I think they all lined up with just wanting to like create something even though I'm not an artist by any means but I I mean there's nothing wrong with knowing you want to have like a family I feel like it lines up with your nurturing kind of personality right so it doesn't matter a man that was like yeah I want to be a husband and a dad and I'm like okay, okay. well I guess this works well <laughs> okay cool thanks Maril <laughs> which Literally. I, I know you were sad because it doesn't exist anymore they knocked it down I know y'all that's so sad Jackson's oh. actually more sad than me because he he like met it well I'm I didn't meet my best best friend I didn't meet Susan there but he met like Austin and all of them on that floor so very sentimental and they all just are gone now no, no, I'm just kidding. They're still there, but <laughs> the building is gone. <laughs> well, we just looked back. So looking forward. Oh, dear. Do you have uh-huh. one? It can be professional or personal, but do you have one thing that you would like to see happen in the next year? Okay. I'm glad you said year. That gives me a little bit more of a time frame. Buffer time. Um, so professionally... I feel like I don't want to make this podcast sad by any means, but professionally, I'm hopeful that we will um, have another team member join our um, our department within the next year would be great within before the end of the year would be even greater. But this time last year, one of our coworkers passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's been a huge, huge void that we have been like trying to process emotionally, but also um, 
with that like she was our friend but also she was our co-worker and mm-hmm. so because of that all of her work that she did has kind of falled onto me and my other co-workers um, and we're kind of like the layout of our department is already thin that's just kind of the farm bureau way is we make it work um, and we do a lot of different things and that's great and um, it makes each day you know exciting and challenging but because of her not being there I I kind of struggle with having room and capacity to create and to brainstorm and to um, like think of cool things that I want to do and mm-hmm. start like we would love to start a podcast we do a daily radio program but we would love to start a podcast that's longer and um, just has a little more for our guests to share because we include guests on our daily radio program but it's only two minutes and so we really want to expand our podcast so that we can get more information out to people but as y'all know, it takes a hot minute to do podcast. Um, and so I feel like, yeah, I don't necessarily have any like say in hiring that person, but like mentally that is a big goal. You're of mine so that, yeah. So that we can, so that I can have some more like headspace to just brainstorm and do what we communication folks do, um, is to try and create and to do things new. And so, I'm hopeful for that. Um, But personally, we, with the pandemic, we were going, so we, I feel like maybe this is good for the listeners to know. I don't know. We lived in Franklin at one point when we first got married and then we bought a house literally in the middle of nowhere. Um, And where is it, Allison? It's in Bonacqua, aka Bonacqua, which apparently Jackson, aka the husband slash life partner of Amy, likes to tell people it's like got French origins. And I don't think French influence. Yeah, (laughs) it's Bon. It's Bonacqua, and he calls it the French Quarter of Hickman County. Okay, Bonacqua has about as much French as much French influence as me with my last name being Paris. (laughs) Literally, (laughs) like. It it is in the middle of nowhere, and I was very hesitant to even move here because it was in the middle of nowhere, and we knew no, we literally knew nothing about it. But um, we literally have more neighbors closer to our age now than we did in Franklin at an apartment complex. Wow, yes, it's kind of blows my mind, like totally a god thing. Um, but that's another story for another day. Um, so I would say, I feel like that was a rabbit trail for sure. But we were in Franklin and so we continued going to a church in Franklin even when we moved here and it was like a 45 minute drive and so when COVID hit and everything moved online we were in a small group there and long story short they ended up having a kid in the middle of all this and so just with the craziness and having a child like our small group kind of broke up and so we were like it's time to find a church closer to home but with the pandemic and all that jazz it's kind of been hard to like go and to get involved yeah. and so our our personal goal for sure is to get more involved in a church and locally like it's only 15 minutes from our house the one that we've been going to and I'm, I've really enjoyed that but I think that will be good for our marriage and finding a good foundational community before we have kids will be very helpful so that's definitely a personal goal also I want to have a little neighborhood get together um, within the next year <laughs> Side note, that's a little funny personal goal. And Jackson like rolls his eyes every time I say it. But I love our neighbors. They're He'd love it ever. too. He'd love it too. He would. He would. But it, our neighbors are great. And we're actually like friends with them. And so we're like, we should have a little get together. So we'll see. 
Well, if you couldn't tell from all of Amy's talks on this podcast, she's very community-centered, and that just makes it perfect for being here on Nice to Have a Friend, because that's why Lauren and I wanted to start this. Anyway, so thank you for coming today, Amy. We really appreciated you coming and giving us your wisdom. Um, If people I don't know about that. (laughs) Oh, gosh. If people (laughs) want to get more wisdom from you, especially uh, if it's through growing pains, uh, how can they find you? Like my personal account, you can find me at Amy E. Beckham on Instagram. Um, and then Growing Pains, which I think, I feel like I need to check. Well, actually, you don't have to I'm, say like the specific thing. We can, I okay. can just link it below. But Okay, because again, I had to figure out which freaking handle. It's got like 14 gro- underscores or something. Growing, growing TN. Okay. And that's our page. So yeah, please follow us. That would be awesome. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Still you can learn all about, about the fine. pothos plants and the hydrangeas and yes. see pictures of your wolf dog. Literally. <laughs> we do share some of those occasionally because she makes life interesting for sure. But thanks, y'all. Yeah, thank you. Thank also, you. Lauren, I feel like I need to note that we've never actually met, but I feel like I know you. I know. I feel like I know you too, just because of Allison. Like, Yay. Yeah, yeah. Friends becoming friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have friends. <laughs> oh, Amy. <laughs> so freaking corny and I didn't say it that wraps up our conversation with Amy Beckham it was such a joy for me to talk to her because I have heard Allison talk about her and describe their friendship and describe her so many times and it was just so nice to finally put a face and a few like other sides of the stories with everything that Allison has told me about their friendship and I just love that she is in literally the next step of my life like I'm in the season Mm -hmm. right below hers I feel like because I have like the husband and the house and I don't have a dog I probably won't ever get a dog but (laughs) all I'm lacking is kind of the job and she loves her job so much so it was really nice to hear about like her being content in her job and like being in that next phase that I'm gonna be in yeah I definitely this is probably gonna sound really cheesy but this episode and like our interview it just felt like home in a weird way um, because Amy was definitely kind of the big sister I needed my first two years of college and one of my hardest transitions was the fall of my junior year Um, I knew I was going to Disney so then it was like an easy next step but Amy and Jackson had graduated and they were married and like living their life and so that was such a hard transition so it's kind of normal now that I don't see her every day but it, it just reminds me of when I did and it was just such a nice little reminder and I hope you guys enjoyed hearing from her because I always enjoy hearing from her because like I said she has a lot of wisdom but we may not necessarily have a lot of wisdom in these choices that we're about to share with you but Lauren and I would love to share our the one of the week if you're new around here the one of the week is an homage to the one by Taylor Swift but it is our one favorite thing this week that we could recommend to you um it could be anything we don't really have a specific category but Lauren what is your the one for this week so all of my previous the ones I'm almost positive have been media related but this week's is actually the pumpkin spice latte from our local Knoxville coffee shop Capybara. I say Capybara usually but I don't think that's the correct pronunciation of the animal (laughs) but yeah I'm usually like hey let's go to Capy. Those people are just my friends and I love going there. It feels like home. They let me heat up my food in their microwave like (laughs) they're just 
so nice and I just feel so welcome there all the time and the pumpkin spice latte has just been amazing so if you've been looking for a new coffee shop and you're local to Knoxville definitely give it a try and tell them that nice to have a friend podcast slash Lauren sent you Lauren has kind of swayed me on to Capy, capybara, I don't know. You know what the animal looks like. They have it at the Chattanooga Zoo, so I've seen one in person. Um, but <laughs> they, um, you they're just very flex so hard. You were like, yeah, I've seen one in person. Trust me, the Chattanooga Zoo is not a flex. Chattanooga Zoo, if you're listening to this, why do you have an one. Arctic leopard? Why do you have an Arctic leopard in the outdoors in Chattanooga, Tennessee? I just do. It does not make sense to me. But uh, I have gotten swayed on to capybara because. I didn't ever go there until probably this year. I went with you and Katie one time sophomore year when we were studying for I remember that. a test. Or junior year when we were studying for a test. But yeah, then I now go, I probably go there three times a week. Actually, I was there today checking out. And then <laughs> yeah, I just, you were. Someone, come someone came and accosted me from behind. And it was Allison. <laughs> and we hadn't even talked about going there at all. Nope, I ran into you in Preston. And I will argue uh, that Preston makes this latte for Lauren and me when I ask very nicely. And it's, what is it, a maple cinnamon latte yes, that he makes maple with your cinnamon. Nespresso machine? And it yes. is, it rivals any coffee shop it's that I've so had right good. now. It's really good. But Allison, what was your, the one of the week? I'm I've dying I've been trying to, to delay this because I <laughs> had a hard time deciding. It's like but, when some, everyone else is like, we're ready to order at the restaurant. And you're like, crap, I haven't even looked at the menu. Like, that's what, what vibe I'm getting right now. Except, fun fact, I, every, <laughs> this is not related to this. Anytime I go to a restaurant, I I guarantee you I've looked at the menu. I've studied it before Online. I get there. And it's so that I can narrow down and make like two or three choices. And then when I get there, I can like make my serious? final choice. Because I like to be prepared. I If it's a new place that. or you do do it even if, if it's been a new before. Place. Oh no, gosh. if it's somewhere I've been before or I frequent a lot, I don't do that. But if I've never been before, I always do that because I sometimes have a, I think it's me leaning into my nine wing on the Enneagram, but I have a really hard time making decisions about do I stick oh, with what yeah. I know or do I pick something new? And so I always do that. So okay. I would never put you in that situation. Anyway, <laughs> um, for my one of the week, I actually have picked a podcast. So when Lauren and I wanted to start doing a podcast, there are two that I absolutely love. I'm only shouting out one of them today because I'm going to save the other one because it deserves so much more of my time. But uh, one of them is called The Bible Binge. So I love a group that is called the Popcast Media Group. It's the Popcast with Knox and Jamie. It's a great show and I highly recommend you check it out. But The Bible Binge is a show that they have that's a little less well-known. Um, and I will say it's very faith-centric, but if you're not a Christian, that doesn't mean that you won't enjoy it. But on The Bible Binge, Knox and Jamie who are the co-hosts and their like producer Aaron she sometimes hops in on episodes but they go and they talk about bible stories as if they're a movie because on their normal podcast they talk a lot about pop culture and so they'll go and they'll study a biblical text but they'll like assign characters into the roles not God though because they don't want to be disrespectful which is like good um but like they'll talk about you know stuff from the old testament they always cast Lot as Dax Shepard uh, because they feel like Lot would just be this like lackadaisical yeah. like surfer bro so that's they talk about things that in a fun hilarious. way but they tie it back into a like a faith perspective that you can latch on to so it's it's not something that's like sacrilegious or they're being crazy they're just trying to study it in a way that maybe people who have a hard time reading 
a very old text can understand a little bit better. Um, and I actually found the Bible binge last year when I kind of was doing my project on my blog where I'm reading each book of the Bible in order. And trust me, I'm very behind. But um, a lot of their stuff is in Genesis, Genesis and Exodus. And so it was fun because I would listen to one after. And then I would, read it. Yeah, because it's not it's not dry. I know that Bible stuff can sometimes be dry. Um, and that's just honest. Um, but they really try to make it interesting in a way that's fun but also ties into the faith component about why it's important but not just that they also have some other episodes that i've really loved recently one released last week and it's called favored or forsaken you'd have to go look into it if you're someone that kind of doesn't really like necessarily like criticism of current trends in the christian faith i can understand that might not be your thing but they take things from their faith perspective and honestly evaluate it um through their own eyes and i may not agree with them on everything but i think it's a really interesting podcast so the bible binge check it out um and also check out their normal podcast it inspired me a lot in wanting to do this with lauren because it's just they're so good and so much fun and i talk to them in the car i don't even talk to lauren and i in the car when i listen to this so i love that so much well the way you just described that made me want to go listen to it and i am not one to like you know click on their episodes that much but the way you described that really makes me want to listen because you know like i went to sunday school religiously like I went all the time. I listened. Mm-hmm. Like, I was always into the stories. And then I feel like after I got out of Sunday school and out of, like, Wednesday night youth, I feel like I was just so much – I couldn't really recall, like, as many details about, like, biblical stories as I wish I could. And mm-hmm. Preston went to a Christian school grades, like – third grade through eighth grade or something so like we'll bring up a bible story and like casual conversation and i'll be like oh yeah that one guy from the bible that did like this (laughs) and preston's like oh are you talking about jonah and the whale and blah 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 blah." like he'll say every single detail (laughs) about it and i'm like crap i wish i could do that but it's like all my memories have went away from it so i really need to listen to that No, I understand. And even just trying to read it on your own, sometimes it can be daunting because there's a lot of people, there's a lot of context. And sometimes there's things that you have to kind of sit and let disseminate and you don't necessarily understand it right away. And so it's just fun to hear someone do it in a way that's almost kind of a little bit more theatrical, but they're taking the text as it is. It's not like they're, they're not trying to evangelize. That's kind of what they say, but um, they do kind of give a faith tie in at the end about why that story is important to them personally. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, I like that a lot. So that wraps up all of the content we have for this week's episode, but we are actually so, so, so excited about this new format of episode that we're doing next week. So Allison, would you like to tell our viewers a little bit more about what we're doing? Yes. So in the spirit of the end of October and the beginning of well, kind of the end of an election season, but close to election day, Lauren and I thought it would be kind of fun to combine the fall season with making sure that you use your right to vote. And we hope that you're voting, but to take a break from that kind of voting, because I'm sure you hear about the election and all that news all the time. What we'll need is some help from you guys. So if you will hop over to our Instagram at nice to have a friend pod, we are going to be launching these polls tonight. Um, We don't have a specific time yet, but if you just check our Instagram later this evening, they will be up until 24 hours so from now so or whenever they go up this afternoon so you'll be able to answer it tonight or tomorrow and when you come back here next week we might use those poll responses as well as some of your own personal responses in a fun little episode so basically what you're gonna see is some of the most staple 
basic aspects of fall. Maybe things like pumpkin spice lattes, maybe things like haunted houses or flannels, or wearing those like fancy riding vests with high boots. And you are going to decide, <laughs> is this a yes or a no for you? Lauren and I are going to be discussing those opinions on the show next week in our fall opinions episode. And if you are really passionate about one of those things, we'd love for you to swipe up and reply to us or just like send us a message about why you feel strongly because we're going to be debating if the show officially endorses those things or not. So if you love fall and you're really passionate about random things that don't matter like pumpkin spice lattes or like corn mazes, please go over to our Instagram, let your opinion be heard, and then check back with us next Tuesday for a fun little game and wrap up to this season that we didn't anticipate. But again, did we anticipate starting this podcast or being in a global pandemic? No, we did not. So we're just going to roll with it. (laughs) Yeah, we are so looking forward to hearing what your all's opinions are and seeing if you care about our opinions on fall because fall (laughs) is our favorite season. So yeah, we're super excited and super opinionated about it. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Thanks for joining us today. And as always, we hope this episode reminds you it's nice to have a friend. Bye, guys. Woo! See you next time.